Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, Apple's patent battle with health tech company AliveCore isn't going anywhere anytime soon. The two companies have been battling it out for years, and as it stands right now, all of the power is in the hands of AliveCore. The background on this patent case begins in 2015 when AliveCore demonstrated how its patented technology could allow an Apple Watch to take an ECG reading. AliveCore and Apple reportedly held discussions about a potential partnership, but nothing materialized from those talks. But fast forward to 2018, when Apple announced the Apple Watch Series 4 with support for taking an ECG reading with no added hardware. A few years later, in 2021, AliveCore launched its case against Apple, accusing the company of stealing its ECG technology and infringing upon three of its patents. Then, on December 23rd of last year, the ITC, or the International Trade Commission, officially ruled in AliveCore's favor, saying that Apple infringed on three of AliveCore's patents with the Apple Watch's ECG features. This delivered a major blow to Apple, but it had one more chance at turning around the case, a review by President Joe Biden. Under ITC guidelines, Biden had 60 days to make a final review to ensure that the ITC's ruling followed all necessary guidelines. His two options were to approve the ITC ruling and let it go forward as planned, or he could veto it. But yesterday it was announced that Biden has officially approved the ruling from the ITC, and Biden declined to veto the ITC's decision. In general, it's rare for a president to veto an ITC ruling, but actually President Obama did so in 2013, as a potential import ban on the iPhone and iPad was threatened, as part of the patent battle between Samsung and Apple. So this all brings Apple dangerously close to having imports of the Apple Watch banned. This would mean the Apple Watch could not be imported in the United States until some sort of agreement was reached with AliveCore over the ECG features. But there's still one more shoe that has to drop. In December, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office declared that all three of AliveCore's patents are invalid. AliveCore is appealing this ruling, and the ITC's import ban is on hold while this appeal plays out. So to recap, here's where we are today. The ITC's ruling that Apple infringed upon AliveCore's patents stands, and it now has President Biden's seal of approval. The appeal process over the validity of the patents continues and is now moving through federal court. Whether or not the ITC implements an import ban on the Apple Watch hinges upon the results of that appeals process. If AliveCore is victorious in its appeal, then it's almost guaranteed, under ITC guidelines, that the Apple Watch will face that import ban. This would be a major problem for Apple, and it would have to almost certainly reach some sort of licensing agreement with AliveCore to avoid any major disruptions to the Apple Watch production and availability. Rounding out today, a new report from the Register claims that Google is paying Apple a portion of search revenue that comes from Google Chrome on iOS. The report goes as far as to say that this could explain why Apple hasn't launched a competing search engine, nor has it, quote, invested in the development of a Safari browser to the point that it could become a credible challenger to Chrome. 
Google and Apple have a complicated and, for Apple, very lucrative relationship. One of the largest components of Apple's services revenue is the multi-billion dollar payment it receives from Google every year in exchange for it being the default search engine on iPhone, iPad, and Mac. While this deal by itself has received regulatory scrutiny, this report from the Register says that the financial relationship between the two companies includes another key component. The exact wording of the report is this, quote, Google pays Apple a portion of its search revenue generated by people using Google Chrome on iOS, end quote. It's not explicitly clear how much Google is paying Apple as part of this arrangement, but it's reported to be somewhere in the billions. This revenue-sharing arrangement is reportedly part of what's being investigated by the Competition and Markets Authority in the UK. This hasn't been confirmed by the CMA, but the register points out that there are a number of curious redactions in the 365-page report that was published by the CMA last year. When asked about these redactions, the CMA reportedly told the register that it could not comment on or disclose any confidential information. If it's true that Apple is profiting off Google Chrome on iOS, it would be a major revelation regarding the relationship between Google and Apple. It's something that would almost certainly face immediate antitrust pressure, even beyond the current CMA investigation in the UK. As of right now, neither Google nor Apple have confirmed or denied this report, and it's also been corroborated by Bloomberg. We will likely have to wait until the full results of the CMA's investigation are published to know the exact details of this relationship. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Mastodon at Chance H. Miller at Mastodon.social or on Twitter at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.